This podcast is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Highness is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to hairman.com. That's hairman.com. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Chiefs or Niners? I didn't say I was for the Eagles and I'd be sleeping alone. My wife's a Philly girl. Honus Wagner, Cap Anson, Mordecai Three Finger Brown. Uh, sir? What is it, Smithies? I'm afraid all those players have retired and uh, passed on. In fact, you're... Your right fielder has been dead for 130 years. Damnation! Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Yes, there are transcripts, and as you heard... Um, right. Would you recommend yes. that these be made public? <laughs> Who's your captain? Howie Carr. It took less than an hour for the displaced migrants to be dropped off at their door. I gotta get sheets on the bed. How many people are coming? Right. Where, are they, where are they from? What ages? We knew, we really knew nothing. The need is so clearly uh, overwhelming. You're gonna live with me now. Huh? I'm gonna take care of you. Because I love you. Oh, I love you, Chuck. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242-844-500-4242. We had uh, on the last hour John from New York who checks in with us on the uh, general overall markets uh, called in. And uh, we've been talking about with him about commercial real estate. And uh, it's just it, it doesn't look good just across the country, uh, commercial real estate. And uh, and now you have this uh, this this horrible problem with uh, the, these hordes of illegal aliens swarming into the state and the uh, the, the uh, Commonwealth is trying to just put them up in every empty empty building whether it's owned by the uh, by the by the public sector or by the private sector and it's just uh, it's it, it, I don't know it's it's uh, it's very disturbing if you're if you're planning to continue living in Massachusetts what's going on unless you live in uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, elite communities, which are not affected in the least, obviously, because they have enough money and they just keep up their hell, their hate hath no home sign signs in the front yard and uh, have no illegal aliens coming in. So we wanted to just check to see how this is all all of these uh, cross currents and it's the the uh, interest rates may be going back up again. They're not. They're certainly not going down. Uh, how this is affecting the real estate market. So we're joined by uh, Justin Manning from uh, J.J. Manning, uh, one of our advertisers, uh, to discuss uh, what's going on as we uh, as we get near the uh, beginning of the spring real estate market, which is the the prime selling season for uh, for real estate. Obviously, Justin Manning, thanks for being with us here on the Howie Car Show. Thanks, Howie. You have my mind spinning. It's it's commercial real estate and migrants and interest rates. Oh, my. I don't know where to start. but I'll say that. Let's get to interest rates real quickly. We're starting to see a little creep upwards. And been doing a lot of thinking about this, talk with a lot of my staff members. And we start talking about how back in 1971, when this guy was born, that the, the dollar was was it was the gold standard of the dollar. Okay, right. and it means your dollar was backed by gold that was held in, you know, some safe location. Fort Knox. And, 
Yeah, Fort Knox. And, and so now we moved into being a, uh, a fiat currency uh, where it's it, if everyone would take out a dollar out of their pocket or their wallet, they'll see right at the tippity top of it, it says Federal Reserve Note. And what it means is there's a promissory note by the government to say we're going to back this with our word that this is worth a dollar and we're telling you it's worth a dollar. But at the same time, we have zero collateral to be able to back that up. Right. Okay. So sound as a dollar, sound as a dollar used to be a promise. Now it's a punchline. Yeah, well, I think that the, the issue we've got is a no collateral and B, the more we print of it by default, my feeling is that the interest rate should go up. If you print more dollars that aren't backed by a collateral, then the, the other side of the equation is that interest rates should go up. So interest rates are going up, even though at this time it would be very opportune for the Federal Reserve and the, the sitting presidency to keep them down and even lower them, if possible, coming into an election. So th- that's what we anticipate. But So that's, that's the interest rate side of things, Howie, but it's just one piece of it because th- this commercial real estate thing, Two and a half years ago, I can literally remember me having the same conversation with you, and I said, if office space does not begin repurposing now, they are doomed. And now, I can't get into details with you. I have been engaged for, at this point, four going on five huge foreclosures that I can't even, uh, I can't even put it out there yet. I can't publicly say what it is or where it is because... They're trying to figure out, is there something better we can do than foreclose on these commercial office buildings or, com- or, or retail space? And the answer is no. The answer is, do you want to take a, a full bleed now? And like, the, uh, was it John from New York? Is that who called Yeah, John before? from New York, right. So, so do they want to take, uh, do they want to get stabbed and bleed out instantly and take that huge loss in this quarter right now and have to answer to all their investors? Or do they want to kick the can and kick the can and kick the can over four or five years and lose the money slowly over an extended period of time so it doesn't look and feel so bad? We've seen this in the radio industry, and people have tried to kick the can, and they've all gone bankrupt. Exactly. So that's all that's happening, Howie, right now. You've got forbearance agreements. You've got try to restructure the loan. Try to give them time to sell it. But guess what? This property that used to be worth $50 million is now worth $10 million. Deal with it. That's what the market says it's worth. Anything. I mean, being in the auction business, I know better than anyone. Something's only worth what the market says it's worth. Right. So if your $50 million asset is now worth $10 million, guess what? It's worth $10 million. Somebody's taking a loss. See, see, the problem is, though, most people don't own commercial real estate. But they do own residential property, and they're concerned that the, the empty or soon semi-empty commercial real estate or the uh, or the mall that's deteriorating is going to be turned into illegal alien housing. So they, they've got to protect themselves. They want to get to a uh, more high-end suburb where all the uh, everybody who lives there is a Democrat contributor, so Mara Healy's not going to put any illegal aliens there. So I, I'm assuming that the price in the, in the upscale suburbs is continuing to go up, up, and up. Whereas in the uh, in the areas that are being that where there's a lot of commercial real estate, it, the market's got to be teetering a little bit, right? Am I right or wrong? Yeah, it really, it really, it is. You're right because here's the thing: 
with this migration going on that doesn't have any order to it. In other words, we used to have order with procedures and processes. Right. Work visas and and checks and balances. Now that's all gone. Okay, it's gone. So in places where the the higher wealth areas where they don't want it, it'll peter out. The migrants will not end up staying there and the values will probably – you're not going to see an immediate dip. In places where all of a sudden there's a more of a permanent change, then you might see a dip in in you know the prices. But those are the places that those are the places that are going to allow it to happen, and it's going to be the ones that don't push back as hard and don't have the dough to be able to push back and stop it from happening. But it will most definitely in some of those uh, lower end places have an issue. I mean, when I go to the when I uh, under duress, when I go to a mall or a retail center with my wife, I'm shocked at how sad it is with what you see when you walk through it. It used to be fun and exciting, and now it's so sad. And it's and and I I'm like, where am I? It's like the Pine Street Inn. <laughs> it 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 feels like I'm in another country, you know, which is fine. But at the same time, too, it's just there's there's a an immediate change going on, and retail is dying, and office space is dying and that's not affecting the person that has a house i understand that but i tell you what the major companies and corporations and holding companies that are involved in a lot of that if they're going to lose money you're going to lose money eventually maybe not right away but you will because that's where it's headed so uh, what would you tell people to do there i mean a lot of people still want to get out but they they want to is this a good time to get out of of New England out of the Northeast? Well, I mean, so many people won't, Howie, because their roots are here, right? This is where, you know, we, they all originally landed um, illegally, I guess. But I, I guess what I'd, what I'd say is that it's we are, we are truly at a plateau. Some, some better towns, like you said, the prices are going up a little bit on houses. Some lesser areas, houses are sitting or maybe going down a little bit. We really truly are at a plateau. And this commercial real estate, you know, idea of the issues going on that is very, very tangible. I mean, there's articles today, very, very tangible of what's happening to office space and the change, the, the pivot that's going on. It's going to have an effect. So if you do have something to sell now, then sell it. You know, we could sell it quickly to to cash buyers. I mean, look at this. All those commercial real estate properties that are in trouble, it's cash buyers, right? Because it's those they can't rely on the banks. Same in my world, in commercial or residential. We're not waiting on banks. We're dealing with buyers that are real, tangible, no BS, straightforward. So, you know, that, that's what people should be looking to do. So, J.J. Manning, you're an auctioneer. You, you, uh, you, can, you can go, someone can call you and you can have it on the market how quickly? How, uh, and mainly, mainly my listeners would be, well, but I, I guess maybe they do own own commercial property. So you could put how soon can you put stuff on the market as an for an auction? We always say we need to market it for thirty days, and then we at the auction they sign the PNS, put down ten percent, and close thirty days later. So that's sixty days. But that's if the seller gives us all the information we need. If they got to go through the attic and find their musty files of historical information on their property and all that, and it takes them a week, then maybe it adds a week to it. But our process and procedure is very straightforward. 30 days of marketing, 30 days to close. And again, the thing I always say to people, because I'm always having to educate people about what it is we do, 
Like, I've been doing this for 30 years. You're not a guinea pig. We know exactly what we need to do to generate the results we need to. One of your listeners recently that's going to be selling with us soon wanted a list of references. So we gave him, like, the last six people we sold for and said, go ahead, call him, email him. And the reviews he got back from them were so positive, and he was so surprised. But I wasn't because I know what we do. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, look at, look at auction in, in the essence of what it is. Like we say, it's only, things are only worth what the market says it's worth. And right now, cash buyers are great. And that's what a, a traditional real estate broker would drool to have a cash buyer. Well, that's all we've got. And it's, it's a powerful thing. So if people want to know more about how the auctions work as opposed to the uh, standard use of uh, real estate agents and uh, showings and uh, listings and uh, all that kind of stuff, where can they go to find out more about the auction process, Justin? They can first contact my man Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111, or they can visit the website at jjmanning.com and fill out a, a free seller consultation, and Charlie will get to you. I'd be happy to talk to anyone as well, but Charlie's my front man, and he, you know, does a lot of the tough, hard work for us. And then once uh, once we get cooking, then I'm involved, and and uh, we keep that relationship going. So if you're uh, if you're thinking about trying to get out before the uh, before the flood, the deluge, yeah, this might be a good time to uh, start uh, start making inquiries. And again, uh, what's J.J. Uh, Manning auctioneers? They they do a great job, and they get you top dollar. And there's none of this BS about showings, et cetera. And uh, so, give us the number for Charlie Gill one more time, uh, Justin. Thanks, Howie. It's one eight hundred five two one zero one one one, and no obligation. We'd love to speak with any of your listeners. And your website jjmanning.com. All right. Thank you, uh, Justin. Sorry to be uh, such such a depressing topic right now, but, uh, you know, elections have consequences. And I'm going to get all... my shovel. I heard we've got six to nine inches on the cape, <laughs> so I'm getting ready. All right. Thank you, Justin Manning. I'm back in Florida, thank goodness. But one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself and your health first in this new year, 2024. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can, too. Make your health a priority. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. He's Howie Carr. 339 says lots of us own rate rights, real estate investment trusts that we need to dump. 
could be tough at this point, the way things have been going. I mean, this, the stories are just uh, grim every day in the, uh, in the papers and on the websites. 860 says the wholesale car business is shaking right now as well. Like any, but the economy's great. The economy, just ask uh, Brandon. It's fantastic. People don't, people just don't understand how good they have it. The Washington Post is all in on it. That's why they only lost a hundred million bucks last year. Growth is strong. Wages are, wages are rising. Inflation is down. In fact, the costs have fallen from everything from a gallon of gas to a gallon of milk. We know prices are still too high because of what I call greedflation and shrinkflation. Greedflation and shrinkflation as a campaign issue is going to work as well as Bidenomics did. That's the that was this this uh, this afternoon. He was he uh, is that that's uh, play that one again. He's talking about he rages wages rages rhymes with wages. Cut nine. Growth is strong. Wages are, wages are rising. Inflation is down. In fact, the costs have fallen from everything from a gallon of gas to a gallon of milk. We know prices are still too high because of what I call greedflation and shrinkflation. <laughs> greedflation, that's a new one. Greedflation. Hey, by the way, when was the last time you meant to say wages and you said rages or vice versa? I dare say it never happened. It's never happened to me, I don't think. Like any serious love story, Raycon's everyday earbuds are here for a good time and a long time with amazing audio, useful features, and a 32-hour battery life. Get 15% off plus free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Howie. That's buyraycon.com slash Howie. Taylor, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is will Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Swift, be disciplined for assaulting coach Andy Reid last night. Yes, anyone else would have been, or no, he's a beautiful person. He's a beautiful person. 85% say he's a beautiful person. He will not face punishment. All right, 844-500-4242. Mr. Garcia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. Garcia. Um, yes, um, I want to ask you a question. Who was the best border secure the border it was Ronald Reagan or Donald Trump or or maybe all the same I don't know no it was Donald it was Donald Trump Ronald Reagan got uh, rolled in uh, 1986 by the Democrats they said uh, if you agree to amnesty for the three million illegal aliens that were in the country it seems like a golden age doesn't it now that if you agree to the amnesty we'll close the border and, uh, of course, that was a total lie. And Ronald Reagan said later, uh, before he, uh, you know, before he went Biden on us, uh, after he was president, uh, he said that was the worst mistake he ever made in his eight years as president. I mean, uh, you know, one thing about uh, Donald Trump, he, he made some lousy appointments here and there. We all know the, the names. But he never got rolled on the border, did he, Mr. Garcia? Yeah, correct. Uh, the Bucci. The papa and uh, and son, he did good or worse. Oh, the, the papa, especially especially oh. especially Sonny. Sonny Boy's the guy who said uh, they're only here to do the jobs Americans won't do. Really, you do? It's, do oh my lord! You, yeah, I know exactly. And he's also the one who said, "Hey, you know what? Illegal aliens to get eligible for Social Security, they only have to work sixteen quarters." 
Mr. Garcia, you and I have to work 40 quarters. We have to work 10 years. Illegal aliens have to work four years. That's what he said. That didn't go through. Thank goodness. Thanks for the call. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. So, after Thursday night's disastrous attempt to say that he was not senile, the senile president has been ordered by his staff to get out there and prove again to the larger world that he he can still walk and chew gum at the same time. He has a tough time. I don't know about chewing gum, but he has a tough time walking. And he really has a hard time talking. But again, he was out there today. He was delivering remarks before the National Association of Counties. And you just heard part of it where he said, rages, wages are rising and inflation is falling. Inflation is falling. That's why they're talking about raising the interest rates, because inflation is falling so fast. Right? <sighs> okay. So here he is. He's confusing more words that you you and I, I dare say, have never confused. Cut 10. To all, to all the county elected workers in America, electro, ele- election workers, thank you. I never thought I'd have to say this to anybody, but thank you for your physical courage. Thank you for your courage and your service to your community. County electrical work. He's, first he said elective, right? Elective, then electrical, then he said election. Let me hear that one again. To all, to all the county elected workers in America, electro, ele, election workers. Elective, electrical, election workers. And then he says, thank you for your courage. Thank you for having the courage to phone in that there was a burst pipe in the Fulton County counting uh, counting room in Atlanta when there wasn't. Thank you for not striking all those people up in Michigan who were born in 1820 from the voting rolls, even though they've been dead for well over 100 years. Thank you. Thank you for your courage. Thanks to all the courage for everyone in the uh, in the Secretary of State's office in uh, Georgia for making up that phone call about Donald Trump. And thank you to the Secretary of State in Pennsylvania for not abiding by the Constitution and letting the legislature set the election laws. Cut five. We've already saved 23 million families as much as $75 a month in infrastructure bill, in their internet bills. It's essential. Okay, recurring question. Have you ever meant to say internet, but you said infrastructure? Biden just did that. Cut four. American infrastructure plan used to, you know, we used to be the best in the world in infrastructure. Literally, we were ranked number, ranked number one in the world. Cut six. One recent study shows that reducing the lead exposure for children improves students' test scores as much as reducing class size to from one tenth the, for one-tenth the cost. I mean, that's a, that's a practical impact. 
to one-tenth from one-tenth the cost? To one-tenth from one-tenth the cost? Is that what he said? Let me hear it again. One recent study shows that reducing the lead exposure for children improves students' test scores as much as reducing class size to from one-tenth for one-tenth the cost. I mean, that's a, that's a practical impact. Two from. Two from one-tenth. 844-500-4242. So now he's trying to make a joke about the fact that uh, he can't remember what state he's in or whether he's even alive. Cut seven. Made in America. What I didn't realize, and I've been around, I know I don't look like it, but I've been around a while. <laughs> I do remember that. Yay! Well, he may be a doddering old fool, but he's our doddering old fool. To paraphrase Randy Newman. Now he's using the old jokey uh, about how he ran for the Senate because it was too tough being on the uh, county, being a county commissioner or a county counselor. He's, he uses that old joke again. I would just play it just for old time's sake. Cut to. Now, some of you know, I started my career as a county councilman. I... I ran for the United States Senate because serving a local official was too hard. <laughs> That's almost true. <laughs> almost true. 844-500-4242. And I represented a middle-class district to a working-class district, but there was one very wealthy neighborhood. And I got a call one night. A woman said to me, obviously not of the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. And I said, well, I'll get them in the morning. She said, I want it removed now. I pay your salary. So I went over. I picked it up. She said, I want it out of my front yard. I put it on her doorstep. <laughs> Just the way he sounds from two years ago is a big difference. Yeah, no, he's he. Yeah, I mean, maybe we ought to play some cuts maybe tomorrow. Just a couple of the cuts from the the vice presidential debate against Paul Ryan in 2012. Yeah, well, I mean, what's he going to be like in two more years? Wow, eight four four five five oh eight. Biden could use some deletting. I think the problem is when you when you get to when you get to lead, it's hard to get deleted. It's uh, it's that's why they always say you know you got to uh, you, you got to replace the lead pipes because it'll affect the kids. I don't I don't know. I mean he's he's always talking about the cancer producing uh, oil refineries near where he lived. Maybe maybe it was maybe there were lead pipes too, and that explains his uh, his always below average IQ. And now it's beyond, far beyond that. 844-500-4242. I know, I never heard of this guy. I've heard of the guy, but I never have uh, listened to him before. But uh, he's a uh, congressman from uh, Arizona, Eli Crane. And uh, they they were uh, introducing, uh, some of the Republicans were introducing a uh, a resolution about uh, January 6th. And he just, he he came up uh, at this press conference and some of the other Republicans were around. I saw Lauren uh, Boebert from Colorado was uh, to his left and 
couple of the other uh, sort of the firebrands, people from the House Freedom Caucus. And he just really laid it all out, what BS this uh, this whole January 6th uh, was, and how the uh, media just uh, refused to touch it. And it's just, it, it, it runs for a while, but it's really, really good. Uh, it's just really good. Who are these people, says 781? Who are these people in the audience, either laughing or clapping? Are they paid actors? They're hacks. They're hacks. Do you think the National Association of Counties, I mean, they have Republicans in it, but do you, who do you think went to Washington for the, the the annual, probably, meeting of the National Association of Counties? It's probably like 90% Democrats, Democrat hacks, who dream someday maybe, I'm a county commissioner now, maybe someday I can be the senile president who's getting, uh, who has uses his son as a bag man and gets uh, gets $5 million cash payoff from uh, from a uh, a Ukrainian oligarch. That's my dream. Those are the people who are laughing. But anyway, this guy, Eli Crane, the congressman from uh, Arizona, just really laid it out about what happened on January 6th and what it was and what it wasn't. Cut 20. You know what I love about this, watching uh, where President Trump is at in the polls? (laughs) I love it because it shows the American people don't trust you guys. And they shouldn't. The press. Because you guys are full of it and everybody knows it. There's a few honest journalists in this town, but there are very few and far between. You know how I know it wasn't an insurrection? Because he hasn't been charged with insurrection. And we can all see by the lawfare how he's facing up over 700 years in jail right now, how they've tried to destroy this man, destroy his businesses, that if they felt they had an inkling of a chance of convicting President Trump of jaywalking or insurrection, they would absolutely charge him. You know how else I know it's not an insurrection? Because this is the first insurrection in the history of the world where the people that were a part of it were unarmed. It's pretty hard to do if you walk around and see how many individuals are carrying firearms. So true, so true. And he gets into the whole thing about, uh, you know, Ray Epps, and the pipe bomber, they can't seem to find the pipe. They found all the grandmothers who were just like walking around wide-eyed, uh, checking out the uh, the, the uh, tourist uh, sightseeing uh, sites in the Capitol. But they can't find the pipe bomber. Cut 21, the Eli Crane. And for all you journalists out there, you know, that are pretty cowardly, some in this room right now, you don't have the... You don't have the to write the truth. And even if you did, your publishers wouldn't publish it because you're a part of a propaganda outlet, probably one of the biggest in the history of the world. If you had any courage, I want I want some you to ask some questions about that day, January 6th, that we keep talking about. Why is the pipe bomber not been caught yet? Huh? Why is the pipe bomber not been caught? The one individual that could have committed multiple mass, mass casualties has not been caught yet. Go look at go go follow some of uh, BD's reporting over at Revolver News. He's got some uh, evidence for you guys. What's going on up here with January 6th is there's a pretty big cover up actually going on up here in Capitol Hill about some of the involvement of our government. Whenever he says some of you in this room, I, I love that. I love when he says that. I, I've I've told you about it. Mayor Daley, the first Mayor Daley in Chicago, he used to he used to make the same kind of speech, only in his, his Chicago Dems, D's, and those accents, and he would say, 
we've always had some dishonest reporters in the some crooked reporters in this town. I could spit on some of them from right here. And that's basically what Eli Crane is saying. I love it. 844-500-4242. Who is in this sound clip? Where can we find it? Thanks. I, I found it on YouTube. It's Eli, Representative Eli Crane from Arizona. I think, it's, I think it's pretty much out there wherever it is. Taylor, can you tweet that out, that clip from uh, YouTube? Or wherever wherever we can wherever we can get it from, it really is a good uh, clip. It it runs like over over two, it's a, it's a little bit even longer than that. It it goes on and on about Ray Epps too, and uh, you, you know it, I I just wish it pointed out that Ray Epps got like you know a, not a, a continued without a finding basically like he had, you know like he jaywalked, and he and and he was he was inciting for two days two days. Joe, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, Howie, good to talk to you. Uh, a couple things. Um, I don't know if you can hear me okay. My phone has to be on speakerphone because when the phone company made me upgrade the SIM card in the phone, I've had the phone for six years. Yeah. The phone without having it on speakerphone. Thanks, thanks for the call, Joe. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. If you missed any part of the show, we've got you covered. You know what, guys? This could be a podcast. Subscribe to the Howie Carr Radio Network on your preferred podcast platform and start listening to previous shows and exclusive podcast-only features. Huh, it's actually not a bad idea. Howie Carr is back. I got a tip on this story last week. I passed it on to the Herald. You won't be reading this in the Globe. Illegal aliens already living free in emergency shelters may be eligible for a state-run program that provides up to $30,000 over two years to find Stable housing. Guess what? If you have an illegal alien, quote-unquote, family on welfare moving into an area, it's not going to be stable very long, is it? The program is home base. It's long-served homeless Americans, but now it's going to be for illegal aliens, too. Resettlement agencies. I like that phrase. That's a talk about a euphemism. Welfare agencies for third-world foreign freeloaders are also working to come up with a pilot program that would help up to 400 illegal aliens with one year of case management and help finding long-term ho- case management. That means they, I, hey, I want a, give me a, give me a uh, three-bedroom. Give me a three-bedroom in a nice, a nice middle-class area that I can, uh, we can destroy and rob and steal everything in the area. Money can also be used for furniture, moving expenses, and utilities based on a family's need. The program pays a landlord or a vendor like a moving company or utility company directly instead of handing cash to the family. Oh, there'll be a lawsuit about that. You know how much uh, the uh, median home price in Boston is now? They're giving them free housing. The median home price in Boston is 800,000 bucks. For the whole state, it's the median price. That means above, half above, half below, $616,000. The mortgage rate is set over 7.5%. 
the average one-bedroom apartment in the city is thirty-three hundred a month, and they're giving the they're giving illegal aliens, criminals, foreign freeloaders, unskilled, not speaking English, disease-ridden, many of them with uh, small small children, small illegal aliens, and a, and a pregnant wife, so they can have an anchor baby. They get everything on the arm. Ugh, 844-500-4242. So now, at least in South Boston, uh, you know, they want to put them on uh, Farnsworth Street in the Seaport District in this building that's owned by the Unitarian Universalist, uh, the, the, the super liberal Protestant uh, congregation. And uh, so the, the people in South Boston, at least, uh, the, the politicians like uh, Senator Nick Collins and, uh, and Ed Flynn, who doesn't have much of a spine, but he's better than nothing, I guess, the city councilor, he, uh, they're, they're saying, hey, why are you putting them in South Boston in this building? There, there, are, no, there are no showers in the, in the building. Why don't you put them up at, in, at the old Mount Ida College, which is now owned by UMass? The problem is that's in Newton. Rich people live in Newton. They don't want to put them in Newton. 844-500-4242. The governor's office is reaching out to office managers throughout the state seeking available space. Good Lord. 844-500-4242. They're only here to commit the crimes Americans can't be bothered. New Hampshire State Police Troop E. This is just the latest uh, police blotter. Julio Rivas Melgar, age 50, of parts unknown, arrested in Stratum, operating without a valid license, operating without a valid license, 844-500-4242, Maria, oh, we don't have time for this one. Got, got so many more to get to here. 844-500-4242. We will be back tomorrow. No snow day here at the Howie Car Show. Even if there is a snow emergency, there won't be one here. Everyone will be present and accounted for on Howie Car. Show.